Hello, and welcome back to episode two of Caption This. This is Lauren McNair, and if this is your first time listening, welcome. This podcast is designed to help actors optimize how they market themselves on social media. Let's get started. how actors can use networking and LinkedIn to market themselves in the entertainment industry. This episode is featuring my friend and collaborator, Madeline Quinn, to discuss the tips and tricks she has learned on how to use social media and LinkedIn to network and market herself in the industry. Just to give a little introduction, Madeline is a senior theater arts major with me at Loyola Marymount University. Her and I have been through it all together, from traveling abroad to working on countless projects with her. The two of us have been basically inseparable throughout college. Now in a few short months, we will both graduate LMU and begin conquering the entertainment industry together. Welcome, Madeline. Hello, Lauren. I am so happy to be here and so honored you asked me onto your show. I'm so excited to have you. So how has your semester been so far? How has transitioning to being online due to COVID been? It's definitely been a little bit tricky. I would say when they first made the announcement that we were going to be online this semester, I was a little heartbroken at first that I wouldn't get to be in person with all my friends and get to be learning all these great things from our professors on campus. But I will say that now as the semester has gone on, it really has turned out a lot better than I expected. Specifically, a few of the classes we're in together, such as our film acting class, our publicity, like our um, career development classes, all of those have really transitioned pretty well to online. I feel like I've still been able to grow both as an actor and an entrepreneur in a sense, and really learning a lot of things about the industry that have worked so well, even through the online format, that I'm not sure I'm losing that much by not being in person. Yeah, I agree. I think... LMU has done a great job with transitioning these theater classes online. I mean, I was really scared going into the semester thinking about acting via Zoom and recording our own projects separately from the people that we were doing scenes with just kind of scared me. So I didn't know how they were going to do that and how it was going to work. But I agree with you. I think everything's transitioned really well. And I've learned a lot this semester about what life after graduation will look like which is definitely what I needed because I had no clue where to begin or what to even be doing right now because there's so much we can be doing and it's easier for us to do it because we are online. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also been a great opportunity to kind of begin that transition from being a student to being a professional. Um, I know for me personally, I've always lived on campus throughout my college experience and now because of the situation, I'm living in a house off campus in LA and even just living in a house rather than relying on the university for things like food or other things has really begun to impress upon me the importance of being an entrepreneur and really marketing yourself in LA and the fact that you know we even though we want to be artists we still have to survive and be surviving artists yes, I completely all agree also going off of that too is a lot of our classes now are doing self-tapes and I think that has been really beneficial because before that we were performing in class like in person And a lot of what we're going to do after we graduate, especially since you and I are both going into the film and TV entertainment industry, 
will be based on self-tape. So starting that now and getting into the habit of recording ourselves every week and seeing ourselves on camera and picking up the little tricks that will help us after graduation has been very interesting and beneficial to be starting now rather than just being thrown into it once we graduate. Mm -hmm. So that has been a lot of fun too. And I've learned so much about what our audition process will be like after we graduate in a few months. I know that we've kind of talked about it. You and I have both been working on marketing ourselves on social media. So how has this process been going for you? So it's definitely a learning process for me. Um, I think that we're similar in this, that this semester has kind of been the first time that I've really been purposefully trying to commit a lot of time and energy towards my social media and other forms of marketing. Um, in the past, I've never been a big social media person. My friends all give me trouble that they never know what I'm doing because I never post anything. So that's kind of a tricky thing because I'm not naturally inclined to post on social media, but I know, especially recently with new information, how important it is to have a presence on social media in some form to really develop professional looking content um, that fits in with your look and your brand and your style. Because, you know, casting directors, agents, they may look at that Instagram and if I haven't posted anything for five months, maybe even two years, that's as bad as <laughs> So I think that's been such an interesting take on 
learning how to not only market ourselves, but also to work with publicity and work on that aspect because I'm not a publicist and I have very little knowledge of what that entails, but I've slowly been learning and pushing myself to kind of step out of my comfort zone and see where this can take me because a lot of the work that we're going to be doing the next few years is going to be on us marketing ourselves, on us working on our publicity and that kind of thing. So I thought this like semester and being online has really allowed me to start focusing on that. Okay, finding out where to begin. So everything has become a little bit different since COVID has happened because the entertainment industry isn't really functioning as it usually does. However, I feel like we could definitely use this to our advantage just because so many people are working from home right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have casting directors, agents, and managers figuring out their career path and where they're going along with us right now. I mean, we're just starting out, and even though some of these people have been doing this for years, the way that they're operating has also changed. And I think that something which has been so beneficial for us starting out right now is that so much of the meetups and panels that have been happening in person in the past are now happening on Zoom. So there's much more opportunity to go to these events online and not really have to be in person, especially if you're not living in Los Angeles right now. Like You could still do all of this and further your career by networking, even though you might be in a different state, which is something that I find very interesting. So one thing I recommend for Finding a place to begin is just start researching events going on in the areas around you or start researching casting directors you're interested in working with and see what they're up to. Go to the events and panels that they're talking at and connect with them by asking them questions and just really engaging in the subject matter that they're talking about online. I find that there's a lot of great advice and interesting information that you can still get from them even though everything is on an online platform. A lot of this doesn't have to happen in person anymore and won't probably happen in person for a while now. So I think that's been really interesting. I agree. I think that's a great example of a way to take advantage of this kind of different and trying time. We said it really well in that this right now is unknown territory for everyone. Nobody's you know, unique in the fact that we don't know what's going on. I mean, nobody yeah. <laughs> really knows going forward what they're going to do. So it's great to kind of take advantage of that and approach this unknown territory along with everyone else and really grab hold of the opportunities that it's presenting. Like you said, this is a great chance to be able to attend way more events and Zoom panels and Zoom Q&As than ever before because there's a lot less commute time. You know, it's a lot easier to have access to these or to get into multiple different workshops within one day because you can just jump onto the different Zooms. Additionally, as you said, a lot of professionals are doing even more of these because, you know, a lot of other things they usually do aren't happening anymore. So they have more free time to engage in these types of panels and Q&As. It's kind of changed as quarantine has gone on, but a lot of casting directors or agents, managers were looking for new talent because mm -hmm. they didn't have any projects they were casting for. So instead they were just looking for, you know, some new actors maybe to add to their rosters or some new talents that they could remember for future projects. And of course, as production is kind of starting, this is changing a little bit. Mm -hmm. But one last thing is what's great about this time is everybody has a little bit more downtime than usual right now. So it gives actors a chance to get together all their materials. So this is a great time to really like get your ducks in a row to mm -hmm. get your reels together, your demo reel, your website, your uh, headshot, resume, cover letters, anything like that. 
use this time now, you have the gift of time. Yeah. Um, when, else, when else do you receive that? So really just to use it to your benefit going forward. Yeah, because all of that stuff you're going to need to have in the future, so you might as well start focusing on it now and gathering that content and getting it all ready so then when productions are back in full swing, you'll have it to send to agents, managers, people that you're interested in and that type of stuff. So start that now so in the future you'll be ready and not having to do it later on. Also kind of going off of this whole Zoom idea is you should start networking with people that you know. Reach out to your friends and create Zoom events where you ask them to bring somebody that they know but you might not so that you can meet new people and do it for them as well. So Madeline and I recently had a Zoom event where I brought my roommate, who she doesn't know, and she brought a few other people as well, and we all just kind of really connected with each other, got to know where everybody was from, not just focusing on how to market or how to promote ourselves, but really getting to know each other, and then from there we started talking more about social media and tips and tricks that they've learned and that we've learned so that we can just continue to learn from each other while also expanding our network and even meeting new people that will be our friends in the future. I think that's something that's very unique about having this downtime and having Zoom to be able to meet so many new people that we didn't know before. Yeah, like Lauren said, it was really a great opportunity to get to know some new people. And what's awesome about that is going forward in the future, even though, you know, right now we might not have certain projects that we have need of those other people on, but in the future, now I found out that Lauren's friend is a film major and kind of has some experience making films or editing, things like that. So in the future, I might have an opportunity where I need to reach out to find an editor. And now that I know her, that kind of adds another person to my, my network, my mm -hmm. circle, that I might be able to re reach out to. And vice versa, you know, I didn't know her before, but maybe she'll be working on a project in the future and might think that she needs an actress and could reach out. Another cool part of those Zoom meetups was that at the end, we all shared our social media handles with each other, which was really cool because, you know, nowadays it's so easy to just connect with people. So now I'm following these new friends on Instagram, so I see their content pop up and they see mine as well. And so then this is a great way to kind of begin that marketing within your circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and going off of that, it's so important not only to kind of share your social media with the people that you're meeting now, but also figuring out ways to revamp it so that when those people see your social media, they see who you are and what your brand is all about. So as I kind of mentioned in my last podcast, just kind of make your Instagram, your social media accounts professional, include your location and all of your information so you have it in one place. And that way, when people see your social media accounts, they can really think about your brand and where you want to go in the future. And if that aligns with their goals, then that is even better. Yeah, social media is a great place to kind of include those links to things that for other people to see. Additionally, social media is awesome to reach out to new people as well. So not only building that circle of people you already know, but reaching out to other professionals on social media. So definitely when you do this, it's important to keep certain things in mind so that you know you're not bombarding anybody with unwanted messages or likes or anything like that. It, instead, you should, you know, find people that maybe you're interested in reaching out to or in forming a connection with, like casting directors or industry professionals. And then before you even reach out, definitely research first. Research who they are, what kind of content they're posting. Pay attention to what they're interested in and what you have in common with them 
So then when you reach out to them, you have something substantial to say, and it's not just an empty question that you're sending them. Yeah, I completely agree. So many casting directors and industry professionals are on social media nowadays, and they're constantly looking for new talent and other people that are interested in similar things as to what they are. So just keep putting yourself out there and and find those people, figure out how you want to interact with them. But also remember that they are human beings. Instead of thinking about how they can benefit you in the future, think about how you can add value to their lives and their careers. And try to approach them with that mindset of how can I value this person rather than what can this person give to me or bring to me in my career in the future. Yeah, Lauren, I think that's a really, really important point to remember in all interactions. Especially, you know, anyone appreciates when someone genuinely wants to get to know them. That's just a great experience, a great feeling for any human to feel like they're appreciated and they're seen and they're admired. So I think that anybody would appreciate you approaching it from that point of how can you add value to their life and demonstrate the way their life is already valuable rather than, you know, just reaching and grabbing, trying to somehow bring value to yourself or stealing away the value for yourself. Yeah, I completely agree. So maybe try to look at networking from that perspective. Not about how it only benefits you, but how it benefits everybody that's in your network. And then you can continue to expand from there and find more people. Because at the end of the day, we just want to meet people and make friends and have these genuine connections. I mean, we're all actors. We crave connection. We crave just human relationships. And I think that thinking about networking in that way completely changed my mindset. It's about meeting new people and just having fun with it. Yeah, I think it's great how you said that. And I absolutely love that point that you made about how it's all a community effort. Every single theater production, movie, TV show is all a group effort of united people coming together to make a new form of art. And so I think that's important to remember that nothing can ever be done alone. So you want to look at building this community, not only within your art, where community is a necessity, but also within your life, where it's just as important, just as vital to you. So one of the things that I've learned throughout this process of marketing and networking with new people is that people want to help you. The entertainment industry is built off of making connections with other people. And while I was very nervous to really start reaching out to people, once I started it, I really realized these people want to make connections with you as well. They want to help you in your career and they want to see you flourish in the future, which is something that I didn't really consider before because it just seems so daunting to reach out to these people, but they are so willing to help. So you can't be shy or nervous about it. You just kind of have to start. Yeah, I would completely agree. I think that in my mind and talking to, you know, other young college students about to go into any industry, film or other otherwise, we just have this idea, this image that that it's just a burden to them for us to it's it, that we're just a burden and annoyance if we reach out or say anything because, you know, they're so busy that they don't have time to deal with little college students trying to find a way to make a path in life. But that's so far from the truth now that we've kind of experienced that. So many people are just happy to give a helping hand to someone else. A lot of them know that, you know, however many years ago they were in the same spot. Everybody started in the same place as an emerging college student going out into the world and trying to make it, trying to make a life for themselves. So some of the people I've talked to now since then 
have even said after when when I thank them for their time, they say, yeah, you know what? Like I remember when I was in your place and I appreciated the people that helped me along the way that mentored me. So I just want to repay that to others. So there really is this idea of paying it forward that I, I never realized. I never yeah. processed, I guess, how kind and giving so many people are. Like Lauren said, they really do want to see you flourish. They want to see you succeed and do well. I agree with that. You know, this process has been very terrifying, but it also makes me very excited. Like, I'm excited to see what happens in the future. And maybe I go on to be in film and television, or maybe I don't. But the process is the fun part. It's about, like I said, making these connections and meeting new people and whether or not that leads me to a career in film and television, you know, I'm just excited to start and to create these connections. Also, going off of just meeting new people, reach out to them and say thank you, because that is something that they will truly appreciate. Um, Just receiving that email that says, thank you for spending time with me. I really appreciated what we talked about. Everybody appreciates getting receiving a thank you. And along with that, you know, kind of like you said, sending them a thank you and just saying, something specific that stood out to you in your interaction Mm -hmm. or something you learned from them. You know, telling someone that, hey, when you said this, like, it really impacted me. That's a great thing to say because, one, it gives a specific connection that then they have with you. Mm -hmm. You know, if they mentioned that they started as a dancer before being an actor, I might reach out to them and say, hey, like, I'm a dancer too. That's so cool. Like, I loved hearing about your transition between the arts. And then, you know, going forward, then they have that little connection of, oh, hey, like, that's that's the actor-dancer. Yeah. Um, rather than just thinking, oh, that's the person that was at this workshop. There's a little bit more of a connection, a link in the mind yeah. that will connect you with them. Yeah, and that'll help you stand out, too, because they might be receiving a lot of emails. But if you make that connection and you thank them for their time, that'll make you stand out to them and they will remember you in the future. So as I mentioned earlier, we're also going to be talking about using LinkedIn. And I think using LinkedIn is very beneficial for having a place where you can keep track of all the people that you have networked with so far. I know that I have been using LinkedIn more recently because I am expanding my network, but going on and seeing all these people that I've created at least some connection or relationship with throughout the past 10 years of my life is super beneficial. It helps me keep track of who I've met and the relationship that I've formed with them so then I can continue to expand upon it in the future. Yeah, I think definitely LinkedIn is a great platform, a great opportunity for anybody to use. I think that kind of some errored ways that I had fallen into was thinking that LinkedIn was only for business people. I had this mindset of, oh, but I'm an artist. I'm in the I'm in the film and industry. I don't need LinkedIn. But this is definitely not the case. I have learned the error of my ways moving forward. (laughs) Um, LinkedIn is so beneficial no matter what line of business you're in, no matter what you're doing, even for actors or artists there. It is just a great way to connect with people, as Lauren was saying, and to kind of keep track of those connections. So speaking about LinkedIn a little bit further, I think there are some ways to make your profile stand out a little So when you create your profile, you have the option to have a headline that goes with it, which is what people first see when they see your name. You have 110 characters for this headline. I think it's important to include tags that describe who you are, such as using actor or if you are part of a union like SAG-AFTRA, 
putting that there or even like Madeline was talking about she's a singer and a dancer so adding that in her headline will be very beneficial because people will be able to find her more easily as well as find if they have common interests. I also recommend using a profile picture and background photo that represent who you are in your essence and your brand as an individual. So use a current headshot that you use across all your platforms or similar to the one that you use on other platforms because this will allow all your social media accounts to remain consistent with each other so that industry professionals can recognize you if they see your other social media pages. Also, your background photo that you have for your LinkedIn account should show who you are, what you're interested in, and what you do. Just kind of have fun with it. See what speaks to you and make it your own. You know, have fun with your LinkedIn page. Even though it is something that is more professional, they want to see who you are. As Lauren was saying, this is a great opportunity to allow your personality and your style to shine through on yet another platform. In addition to the profile picture and background photo, LinkedIn also allows you to link your Twitter handle, email address, and up to three websites. So these are just more opportunities within LinkedIn to kind of share with these other professionals or other connections more about yourself. So for these websites, you could add your IMDb, your website, your demo reel, or other social media networks, anything like that that kind of has even more content. Because as we've said, like sometimes, you know, LinkedIn has this image of being all about business, but even within that, it has these opportunities to link it to these other important platforms you have as well that maybe have even more pictures or more footage or all these other things. Yeah, and going off of that, I think another really important part of LinkedIn is that they have a media page where you can post your reels or any footage of projects that you have worked on recently. That will allow people that you have networked and connected with to keep up to date on things that you're working on currently and see how you've grown, what you've learned, and just keep track of what you're currently doing, which I think is very beneficial going forward. Lauren, that was such a great point about the media section of LinkedIn. And I just want to bring light to another great advantage of using LinkedIn is the ability it gives you to endorse other people. So on LinkedIn, you have this option that you can go in and kind of start endorsing people that you know, such as friends, your agent, manager, maybe other people you've worked with on their profiles when they say they're good at certain skills, then you can go in and endorse those and say, hey, yeah, I've worked with this person and their editing is amazing. Or, hey, this person is so organized, they kept everything on track. So you can go in and add these endorsements to other people you know on LinkedIn that help them in their own pursuits which is a great way to kind of give back to people that you've met or to really support your fellow artists, fellow entrepreneurs, and support all those around you by calling light to great things that people have done or skills and talents that people have and really endorsing them in those so that everyone else knows that they're not just saying they're good at this, they actually are. Yeah. Um, and here's a firsthand experience to support that. Yeah, and then the important part about that is of course, you want to endorse all the people you know, people you've worked with, but definitely do not ask for endorsements in return. You, you don't want to be going around asking casting directors or industry professionals to give you an endorsement because if they want to endorse you, they will. If you demonstrate just from the way you act, from the way you behave in you know projects you've worked on, that you are hardworking and you are on time and you are great at what you do, then those endorsements will come without you having to then they're truly coming from a genuine and authentic place rather than if you go around and ask people 
doesn't really give a good image to yourself. It makes you look almost desperate or it makes you look like you have to ask for those things rather than just demonstrating through who you are and what you do and doing good work that you are a great person to work with and then that will speak for itself. Yeah, I think that's very important to note because as we were saying earlier, remember, think about how you can add value to other people's lives and don't necessarily ask them to do something for you. So I think that is a very important thing to mention. Another important aspect of LinkedIn is that it allows you to join groups, which help to expand your network in the future. So LinkedIn groups allow you to really connect with people that you have common interests with, but that you might not necessarily know in particular. So I can be a part of a LinkedIn group that is associated with my high school. And I can meet people through there that I might not have actually known in high school, but we have these similar interests with each other, or we want to work on similar projects, similar types of things in the future. And that really allows me to connect with people that I might not necessarily know, but have similar interests or were a part of a group that I was a part of in the past, which I think is something that's really beneficial, especially for expanding your network in the future. Yeah, I agree. This is a great way to connect with people. It's kind of similar to what we were talking about earlier about setting up those networking groups. What's cool about this is you don't have to set them up because LinkedIn kind of does it for you. LinkedIn can, you know, sort people by, like Lauren was saying, where they went to high school or where they went to college or similar interests. If on LinkedIn, you know, you're following a certain hashtag, maybe somebody else is too. And that can kind of connect different groups as well through those hashtags. So it really is a good way to make those connections through common ground and through like common associations you may have with people. Mm -hmm. I think that's just such a great aspect of LinkedIn, but it's also important to note not to send requests to people that you do not know or have never met before. Because if you send out too many invitations to people you don't know and they choose the button that says, I don't know this person as their response to your request, your account can be restricted or suspended and that will not be beneficial for you moving forward because you can't be on LinkedIn and you can't network in this way. So make sure that if you are requesting people that you might not know very well, just kind of establish that connection and that relationship before you send that request so then you don't get restricted from using LinkedIn. So now that we've discussed how to network, we're going to talk about how to keep up to date with the people that you have met and made connections with. The key to doing this is to be consistent. Keep up to date with what people are doing and what they have accomplished or achieved since you last spoke to them. And not only that, but make sure you reach out to them and keep up to date about what you've been doing as well. So I think it's important to stay in touch with the people that you have met and email them at least every four to six months just to kind of catch up with them. You don't necessarily have to tell them everything you've accomplished or you've done in these last months since you've talked to them. But just establish that connection with them. Reach out. Ask them how they've been doing. Ask them what projects they've worked on. If they're passionate about what they're doing. Just kind of touch base with them and see how their life is going currently. One of the things I do to keep track of when I last messaged somebody is to set reminders in my calendar on my phone about the last time I emailed them. So say it's been four to six months since I last emailed them. I haven't heard back from them. We haven't really been communicating in a while. I set a reminder to email this person. It's been a while since you talked to them. Just kind of touch base with them in that way. So kind of keeping track by using your phone and your calendar to your advantage. Just reminding yourself 
to reach out to these people, to stay on top of emails. And when you are emailing them, maybe ask to meet with them. I mean, right now we obviously can't do in-person meetups, but ask them like, hey, if you have an extra 15 minutes, I would love to catch up with you on Zoom to hear about everything you're doing right now or how you've been doing. So just use all of this to your advantage and keep track of when you last emailed people and continue to reach out to them in the future. Like Lauren said, it's very important to stay organized in whatever manner works for you because when you're meeting so many different people and making all these different connections, one brain can't hold on to all of that at once and, you know, things are going to happen in your life and then you'll completely forget down the road that you need to keep up with that relationship and continue emailing them and just staying up to date. So in addition to, as Lauren mentioned, having a Google Calendar to keep track of things, set reminders on your phone. One thing that I do to really keep track of everyone is keep an Excel sheet. For me, this works because I have the option to make a whole column of everyone's names that I've met. And then, you know, you can put in the next column where you met them, what the date was, how you met them, what like the situation or the event that gave you the opportunity to connect with them. And then the next column, say when you last emailed them, when you last reached out to them. And in the next column, we just can keep going with this huge Excel sheet. Um, the next one can say exactly what you said to them. So you can even have a column for that so you don't have to necessarily go to your email. Let's say you've deleted something or you've cleaned out your email. If you just have it all in one big spreadsheet, one Excel sheet, you can have all the information you need right there and can reference it in the future to make sure you're staying on top and staying up to date. Additionally, that Excel sheet is very beneficial when you are trying to find collaborators to work on a project with you. Because you can just go and reference this Excel sheet that you have, and let's say you're looking for a dancer to put in a music video you're working on. You can categorize or sort these spreadsheets by job title or career title, and you can just look and see, okay, what dancers have I met? And then there you go, maybe you've met three dancers in the last year. And you can reach out to them, and these are people you already have a connection with, you already know are going to be great to work with in this project that you're doing. I think that is a fantastic idea, just to keep on top of everything. And like you said, we have this network, we're continually building this network, so why not think about the people that we've met for future projects we work on? You know, having all that in one place is so beneficial for the things that we're going to do in the future. So I love that you talked about that. Also, one thing to keep in mind when you are meeting new people is to ask them the best way to contact them in the future. This not only shows them that you're asking for permission to reach out to them, but it also kind of puts the ball in your court. You don't want to tell somebody your email, your phone number, and expect them to reach out to you because the odds are they won't. So asking them for their contact information is important because you will be able to reach out to them and take that matter into your own hands moving forward. So just to kind of wrap things up, I think one of the most important things we've talked about today is to remember how you can add value to the people you are networking with. Don't ask them outright what they can do for you, but show them that you really care about them and who they are as an individual and think about how you can add value to their life and their career moving forward. Remember, you don't want somebody that you're networking with to feel like you're just using them for their career. Make that mutual connection with them so that your relationship can really flourish in the future. Lauren, I think that you said it really well. I think that out of everything we've talked about, there's a lot of really important stuff, a lot of great stuff to remember, but 
the key, the foundation of it all is that we're all just human beings trying to find our place in this world. And half the time, a lot of us don't know what we're doing. Even people that seem like they have it all together, you know, they have worries, they have doubts too. Um, so never feel alone in that. But, you know, the important part is always to keep pushing forward and doing everything you can to to make this world a better place and to succeed in the areas you're passionate about. I, I really think it's important to find where your deepest passions meet the world's greatest needs and to just always keep that in mind, whatever you're doing, and to remember to treat everyone like a human, everyone with kindness in everything that you're doing. This has been the second episode of Caption This. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow Madeline at M Quinn, M-Q-U-I-N-N, 2112. And you can follow me on Instagram at it's Lauren McNair. Thank you for listening and I can't wait to see you next week.